Hello and welcome to Russell Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg and this is... Oh, sleep till Brooklyn, Matt Strange. <laughs> this is... Um, apparently, I just copied Matt Strange. Uh, also, very fucking tired. Uh, yeah, Mo. Welcome to Insomnia Club, people. Today we'll be talking about wrestling, and I'll have to remember if I like it or not. <laughs> oh, get some insomnia in your shadow realm. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I've had it quite good. I um, booked today off work, so I've done a load of stuff and recovered from the Royal Rumble. Yeah. See, I was stupid. I had booked today off to recover from the Rumble when I thought it was on Sunday. As soon as I found out it wasn't on Sunday, I handed my bloody leave back in, and now I'm very gutted about that fact. I'm the yeah. smartest. I didn't watch the Royal Rumble. You definitely were the smartest. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. so we should be live on Twitch. Um, so, as such... That. This might be the first time you're watching, and as such, you would need to know that you ha- we have a tier list, which is how we give our general um, ranks for matches on Dynamite and Rampage and our overall score. Mr. Strange, it is time for you to explain the tier list. Oh, there. Um, not very creative today, because I've had three hours sleep, but let's go! Uh, alphabetical scale, you know it, you've seen tier things before, you play Japanese computer games, we'll start with a D, a D is a shitty match or a shitty segment, very little story, very bad wrestling, we don't care, D. Average match, average good match would be a C, what I expect from a C rank match or a C rank segment is, enough story to know why the wrestlers in the ring, the match is crisp, you can have a couple of botches, but you know, I've had a good time, the TV is filled, I know the promo gets the wrestler over, doesn't have to blow my mind, just good. B! Match plus one! The same thing as before, except the story is definitely there. The character definitely gets over. The wrestling in the ring is crisp and, uh, crisp and clear. Lovely matches with Scorpio Sky against other people. Normally get a B, because it's very good. Lovely. Hey! Hopefully the best thing we see every week. Normally the best thing we see every month. If we're really unlucky, best thing we see now and then. Hey, matches. I want to know why the wrestler's there. I want to know what they're doing when they're leaving. The match is crisp. Clean, cool, powerful. The story segment is a wonderful cinematic or a movie trailer that they're very good at that gets the character over, explains the feud, hopefully advances it. We want strong, hearty, well-acted, tightering work, character work. Yes! Rangers versus Luchadors, uh, Undead Wizards versus Biker Gangs, Horses, Bar Fights, all manner of over-the-top cinematic bullshit, as long as there's some story to get us in there and get us out there. Some people give S ranks to the incredibly flippy shit. Not me. Uh, <laughs> I want your S thing to blow your mind. It doesn't have to be a cinematic bollocks match. It doesn't need evil claims and Lance Catamaran. It can have just a fucking tight end of a feud, Ibushi versus Kenny, tie back to the old days. It can be... Uh, End of Naito's run in NJPW. An S-rank match can conclude a story with wonderfulness, but normally it gets given to the comedic bullshit because it's different. E, shit, C, good, B, very good, A, amazing, F, rare magical moments. Yeah. Right, let's kick straight along. Uh, we kick off, as always, with the news. And, Mr. Strange, what's the news at the moment? There was a Royal Rumble. Ron- Ronda Rousey was in it. Yeah, pretty much. Nicky uh, James showed up. <laughs> uh, 
to be fair, she not only showed up with the Impact Championship, she showed up uh, billed as the Impact Champion, wasn't just tossed out straight away, and had her Impact wrestling music. So they did good by her. This oh, led man. me to have a thought about the Forbidden Door being open in Dub Z, and more on that later. The the other thing she also had was she got to kick the crap out of Mission on the Cool. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, we've lost. Go on, he'll be back. We've lost Mo. Oh, no, he's coming back. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell happened there. I thought for a second I'd done something. Close the forbidden door of this video, channel. <laughs> Oh, there we go. And, and, and all the services used. Right, moving on. Social media. Um, me this week, isn't it? It is. So if you haven't, go onto YouTube, look up Dan Housen, and go and watch the Dan Housen videos on YouTube. The guy is an absolute freaking genius. Really you know, is. Absolutely. You are, I haven't got a clue what he's like. Follow him on Twitter. Follow yeah. him on Twitter, he's great as well. Hold on. I've known about Dan Housen for a while. That's why this present has Dan Housen wrapping paper on it from about six months ago. <laughs> Amazing. Shouldn't you open that? Uh, no, it's so rude. Wrapping uh, Housen. Amazing. Amazing. It'll be great indie shitter energy. It'll be the best. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, even, I've even gone and watched like an hour of his stuff today. Like genuinely awesome, you know, dancing on a bar to like, like Pee Wee Herman and stuff. You know, wandering around the Jericho's and that. Yeah. That episode is so wholesome. I, I love that one. That's the one I was just watching. How was it? Yeah, I was just watching the Jericho piece. Right, so, shall we move on? Oh, I, I actually have oh. one. Very oh, I've on. also been watching the Wyndham Rotunda ones. The are they fake, are they not fake ones. Ah, yeah. I know, I know most of them are over a week old. If I he doesn't come back with things. an IRS gimmick, he's let us all down. True story, true story. <laughs> um, I'm very intrigued by it, mate. And I, I, the first couple, I was like, this is the fakest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> this is no, this is definitely bullshit. And then the last couple, actually, I've gone, no, actually, I think this actually might be legit. 100% legit. So, so yeah. no, I'm not <laughs> Last week, you got challenged oh. to be angry about something. Oh, oh shit, I did, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I feel this... Now, normally, we do the rant of the week near the end. But I feel that you having just no mentioned moment. that might actually be the time for your Mo Moment rant of the week. Moment. About Dubsy screwing up Bray Wyatt. You have two minutes on the clock. <laughs> starting now. So, I want to start... I'm just putting this out there first. I was originally going to do a well, well-written, perfectly structured argument, not just a rant, an actual argument about how badly they fucked it up. And then I actually started watching more, going back on the stuff that I had previously watched or I got fucking annoyed about. Instead, I've made bullet points to fuck them, fuck Vinny Mac, and whoever <laughs> fucked him up. That was a load of fucking bullshit. He started off when when he came back. See, I'm, I'm going to ignore the, you know, the Bray Wyatt. Yeah, cult leader stuff. I'm talking pure like Bray Wyatt fiend here. This is the the ending of Bray Wyatt was fucking ridiculous. He comes in on the Firefly House, Fire Funhouse, the most entertaining thing that anyone has done in that company 
for a very pissing long time. You know, he brought in um, all of his previous grievances, um, but made it into something fucking entertaining. It wasn't just some guy whinging. A lot of it was poking fun at himself for his size, you know, Husky Harris stuff. You know, it was it was genius. He managed to not only um, destroy the people he should have destroyed, whether that's legends, whether that's fucking Randy Orton sometimes at some points, but he also changed the landscape. You know, he made Daniel Bryan cut his hair. He turned Finn Balor heel. It was fucking brilliant. He even took the piss out of Vince McMahon and had a good match with John Cena. And then they decided to fucking turn Alexa Bliss off, which looks good, but yeah. it was fucking dog shit. They set him on fire. They made him lose 30 seconds. hammers and sledgehammers. They basically ruined all of the mythos <laughs> of this absolute phenomenal fucking character that didn't need to lose to anyone. Like, I don't know, Goldberg at fucking Saudi Arabia. Go fuck yourself, Vinnie Mac. That fucking money isn't worth destroying a character that could have propped your company up for a very fucking long time. I saw that face, Strange. Fuck you. That, that could have fucking... Three, two, one. There is your two-minute rant about how Dub Z fucking up Bray Wyatt, and you're totally right. I mean, it's a lot of money. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's a lot of cash. A lot of money. Right. Ah. Should we do some reviews? Let's go. Wrestling, AW. The show is all about. Right, so it's over to me, and it's Dynamite Beach Break. Excalibur, Shivoni, and JR on commentary, and we open with the undisputed TNT Championship match, the ladder match. Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes. Sammy Guevara wins, plucking both belts down. What are your thoughts on the match, and what scores did you give it? Uh, let's have a look at my opening notes. So Cody's heel then. Dave Meltzer gave this five stars. And a series of escalating bumps are my opening notes. Uh, I'm going to open with, I did enjoy this. Uh, we get a weird mixed crowd. They didn't quite know who to boo or cheer at the start of it. And we get to a pace start with some solid, taunting personality work that I like when you're building your story. Uh, some wrestling, bit of outside stuff into a crowd fight was building the pace. Learned Sammy can climb a ladder like a human, which is really nice. <laughs> we got... There's a bunch of ladder bumps on here. I'll just cross them off now. Ladder suplex. Good. Ladder, big ladder cutter from cutter to cutter. Ladder to ladder crossroads actually look good. Right, okay, let's get back to actually things that happened in the map. Sammy takes some light bar, 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 light ladder bumps whilst Cody gets a heel heat for the break as usual. And Cody did a drop on the ladder hinges that I've never seen before. And I was like, oh, Jesus, Jesus, shit, Christ. Uh, after the break, Cody remembered he was doing limb work and got that back in. And the Cody burst powered up so Fuego could come out and get Tiger drivered. Sammy actually go to hell Cody. I saw that knee hit his face. Like, that that went in. And I normally say that finisher looks shit because they never hit with it. it looked, um, then, then it was just a series of escalating bumps. Um, all very impressive, all very loco, even though I do hate it when anybody, when they're going to do a big bump, goes, I'm crazy. It kind of de- de- takes down the actual being crazy, if you if you ask me. Then he, then, I mean, sent on, sent on his back onto Cody on a ladder, and it honestly looked like he'd fucking nightfalled himself, like he was going to have to be replaced with Azrael for two arcs. Batman reference. So F's in the chat for his spine. 
and they had a had a ladder fight, and Sammy won. Much. It was good. Like, I was entertained. It was more a series of, as I said, escalating events and spectacle with storytelling than it was a wrestling match, if you ask me. I gave it a B. I think it was good. I think there was story there. I think it was entertaining. But it didn't actually feel that much like a match as opposed to, I do the hard thing, you do the hard thing. Still good, you know. I know I always say negative, but you boys got... She got a B as well. I really did enjoy this match, which is strange because you're saying, enjoyed it and you gave her a B. I really enjoyed it, also gave her a B. Um, I mean, for me, that fucking upside down ladder thing, all I could think about was my fat ass, how much fat would have got pinched in those, (laughs) the little hinges. Like, that was the worst part of the whole thing for me. That looked scary. (laughs) Um, Carly, my wife, when uh, when Sammy did the senton onto his the corner of a ladder, let's face it, said, I thought he looked like Tom Daly, and now he's diving like him. <laughs> so uh, apparently Sammy Guevara looks like fucking Tom I... Daly to my wife. Um, genuinely enjoyed it. I lo- like I said about Sammy can actually go up a ladder properly like a human what being. I, they obviously did slow it down over the pace of the, the match, but that's kind of to be expected. It's part of the story as well. They get more tired. Um, that cutter was a thing of beauty. It was just perfect. Like, every motion on it just seemed to really, really work. Um, I've also got written here, fuck off, Wago. Uh, just because I just didn't enjoy Cody that part of it. Cody Verse has to power up. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, and it ended with the world's weakest belt shot known to human oh! took took it off for me. Oh, it just fizzled my little bit out there. But B, that's, it's good. Is our resident biggest indie flipper fan? What a uh, uh, yeah, flippy shitter so, fan! Uh, this got five stars. Yeah. This wasn't an S rank match. No. I, I was wondering was whether I should have upgraded it to an A, and because I was on um, a video call with two other people this week, uh, a friend of the Raptors as well, and we were discussing whether I just hadn't paid enough attention. Um, I gave it a B. I thought it was good, it was enjoyable, it had story in. Um, arguably it has... No, it doesn't. It's the end of a feud. So, yeah, it does. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it was good. Right, moving on. They're beautiful. Starks and Hobbs promo. Thoughts? Uh, God, I said they're beautiful. 1,000 cool points to Hobbs's coat and shades and singlet combo. He looked fucking dope. And they've both got my game. I know who they are. I know what they're doing. Solid Bs. Easy peasy. They're just good game. You can, uh, mwah, that look. <laughs> I struggled to actually give this one a, a, a ranking. I was really confused yeah. by it because it was just a double, it was just a challenge. That's all it was. It was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm just a challenger guy. But look how but they, they looked look. fucking <laughs> And I was just like I I've given it a high C because I was so very confused about what side of the tracks it laid on to me. But you're kind of sending me more to the B side here when you said Sometimes, about if you could just win on visuals, it's enough. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, B. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it's a B. It was, it was good. It was, it was what it was. Moving from a B. Oh, D. <laughs> Wardlow versus and I've actually had to just write jobbers because I didn't have time to write their names down 
Um, I didn't get their full names. I got James and Alexander, and it couldn't be asked to rewind to find out. <laughs> he could have taken a bit of a beating in a two-on-one just to show he's got some toughness, couldn't he? I guess That's all I've... Squash. Uh, yeah, yeah Exactly that. We then had... What a uh, shame. Jericho and Proud and Powerful versus 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Uh, Santana gets the win after a pile driver. Thoughts and scores. And they still coexist. Can it be done? Um, right. Anyway, Proud and the Powerful wail on uh, Jeff and Ortiz did his amazing headbutt thing, which I love, the one where he just goes... Ugh. Wonderful. A solid back and forth between P&P and the heels before some lack of coexistence let the heels beat on Ortiz for the entire break. Fortunately, the break ended, giving Ortiz the strength to make a hot tag to Santana, which uh, made Jericho sad. Uh, There was a good final exchange of sequences with Jericho doing some of the cheeky help stuff, which I think really worked with his character. I think it was good. Gave it a C. Match didn't blow my mind. There was story work in there. Uh, Ortiz ate shit for a lot. Um, hey, good entertainment. Yeah, nice. I mean, I, I gave this a high C. Um, so as a guy that's only really been watching for a little while, it showed who they were. All, all six men, in fact. Oh, yeah, no, good point. Yeah, so it was, for me, it was quite nice to see. Oh, I can see where the hill shit's coming from. I can see the breaking up of the, um, this, these guys over here. Really enjoyed it. It was solid as well. Like the wrestling was solid. Very few issues with any of it. I, there was a lovely—I can't remember who fucking did it on the worst, but there was this really nice double cut that happened. And I'm shitting uh, Santana probably. Probably, yeah. Um, I gave it a high C because it allowed me to understand characters I wasn't a hundred percent sure on. So, yeah. what score did you give it again, Strange? But like a good C, I'm willing to go to this high C. I've, um, I've been convinced. Have uh, you given it a B? High C. Oh, hooray! What a what a positive week. High C. Like, like, but I wasn't sure whether it was a high C or a low B. That's why I wanted to know what you'd given it because I was going to base my decision on what you two had given, which still would have left me confused. But <laughs> it's just it was just some good wrestling, some yeah. good traditional what we want. A little bit of soap opera, a little bit of beating. Off you go. Uh, so, so then we had the Lance and Hang Lance Archer and Hangman promo package. Any thoughts? Anything to say? Good enough. Hangman is getting some actual better champion game now. I would say he, he looks great getting the title. Then his first bit was like, "Yeah, I've got to touch the title and I've got to fight Neil Bryan." Uh, but now he's kind of getting into his thing. You need somebody to fight against, and Lance is good for that. I did like it's a death match. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That was that was the best bit about it. It's, what? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so I, I just that. Shit. It was another promo segment, and this time it was Jurassic Express and Christian with Private Party and Matt Hardy. Any thoughts? I'm bored of them, so I only wrote down this watch is fake made me laugh. <laughs> that was good. Right. Um, Car- Car- Carly is convinced. That this, this is going to be a very hot comment. But Carly is convinced that Tony Schiavone looks like Jeff from Biker Grove. There you go. Like a grove again. Yeah, you're gonna have to Google that bad boy. Yeah, he's a bit chunkier than Tony. Right, <laughs> are we ready? Yes. CM Punk in ring promo calls out MJF who comes out. Wardlow and FTR come out. Sean Spears jumps promo from behind. Beat down on Punk. What did you think of the whole segment? What scores did you give it? Oh, this was long. 
It was so long. Really good start, to be honest. Both of them have got great crowd control and bounce. Um, then it just started to, to drag. I mean, there was a lot of big shoot energy in the promos, so, you know, in what they were saying to each other, which was nice. But it was long. Uh, then they beat on Punk. Then it could have come tighter. And we got Wardlow's sad power bombs. Um, I think that's where they should have done Wardlow's turn. It was his hometown. He'd just been shown earlier. Perfect place for him to turn. Unless they need him to beat MJF after MJF beats Punk. Um, I think all the words and all the actions and everything that went down in there were good and correct. If they just reduced it to about a third of the length. I'm not going to rank it, because I only have negative thoughts about this looking... Just how long it was! Come on, Mo. You're looking at me like I'm, I'm stupid. I, I, know, I know you're old, and, you know, time matters, and, you know, you're getting yeah. to the end of your time. Shit, I'm older than you, aren't I? Um, you? <laughs> that's 37. When? You're both Peter. a couple of young whippersnappers. I'm older Get on than with you. It. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, oldies. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I fucking love this. I really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I just sat there, just going, oh, like I, I again, I was on MJF's side for half of that when he's ripping in a punk about when he's fucking when he fucked off previously. Yeah, don't listen to him, guys. He's he's done this before. Both he was meant to turn up here a while back. Didn't bother, didn't fucking bother, did he? I really enjoyed that. I liked the. When he gets when he gets power bombed at the end, and then he does like the pipe bomb, like cross leg thing on Punk's chest. Yeah, I thought there was just a load of really little things that I I, I really enjoyed it. I gave it a B, yeah. man. All right, cool. Oh, oh we've lost. He's again. gone. He's gone. He again. can't defend us. Side with <laughs> me. <laughs> He's not going to side with me. It's got Phil. <laughs> yeah, not happening. <laughs> um, yeah, it was long, but it didn't feel like it dragged for me. Um, unlike a segment later. Um, so yeah, I, I I gave it an A. I thought this was a really good setup, mainly for MJF as well. I thought this was really good. It did everything it needed to. It told the full story. It had enough. Uh, if it's going to be the last promo of what has been this promo war as well, it was a good sign-off. It was a good ending. I loved MJF, like you say, doing the punk pipe, Bob. The only criticism I have, and it would have got an S, if MJF had had the mic at the end and had said, do I have your attention now? And if he had said that, I would have given it an S straight away, which was the intro for the... It's part of the pipe bomb promo. It's the famous I suppose, as, as against... A, uh, as much but as I, I am against... To a B, I will downgrade to a B I, because of punk bias. We'll write a B on this piece of paper for this section. <laughs> know your place. <laughs> I believe the correct section for that is B, not for me. <laughs> Following on from that, something that was for Strange, acclaimed promo. <laughs> Every one of their promos is a B. Oh, we're wankers, beat us up. Wonderful. <laughs> I love them. And if you yeah. um, no. No, fucking great. <laughs> really enjoying them. I really am. Right. Exactly what you want from your shitty heels. 
After that, we had another segment. Uh, this one was Griff Garrison and Julia Hart promo. Uh, Mark Sterling interrupts and offers Julia a shot at the TBS Championship. Can I point out something quickly? So the TNT Championship, and I meant to mention this last week, and it happened again this week. The TNT Championship was defended on TBS, and the TBS Championship was defended on TNT. Just saying. Right, moving on. What did you think of the um, segment with Jade and Julia? Like, sorry, with uh, uh, Mark Sterling and Julia? I'm, I, I don't think there's really much to say about standard moment going to build a match. I'm really enjoying this slow story turn of Julia. Like on Twitter, she changed her picture. Somebody drew her with a snake round or an eye patch on. She was slightly shitty here. I've got more to say later on when we do Rampage. Um... Arguably, I should give it a B, just because I'm intrigued of the story of Julia. Not like, oh, I'm really excited for Julia's story, or, oh, it's a story. I'm actually lightly intrigued about Cheerleader Girl turning into a Kurt Russell character. It pleases me greatly. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't overly bothered by this, in all honesty. It's, it's all right, it's nothing special. It's just in, in, interesting for me. Yeah, I, I I saw this. I didn't get the feeling from this again more on that later that, that they're actually going to bother doing anything with the old eye patch thing. It, this this little segment here, I was a bit like, oh no, they're not really bothering. But uh, I, I I was wrong. <laughs> right, moving Shadow on. Realm. <laughs> moving on from there. <laughs> Layla Hirsch and Red Velvet. It's only because I've got nothing cool behind me in my room that I have the um, blur on. Cause I don't you're a god! Cool, I, lo- I don't have I a like cool it. WrestleMania poster or um, like awesome stuff. Oh, bullshit that I print There's off in my AT printer. And a, um, a map of Narnia behind me. Hey, uh, you god. embrace your Narnia, my friend. Your <laughs> um, anyway. fault you lost at Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> um... Moving on, Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet. Layla wins um, with a roll-up and a handful of tights. Uh, Layla beat down on Red Velvet. Statlander for the save, thoughts and scores. Uh, I've got a positive all right written down about this match. Um, Fast, hard start, good energy, a little bit rough with each other, but I like that in a wrestling match. Velvet's got even more agile, and I've been fucking standing for Velvet since she started. Uh, Hirsch wrestles like standard heel, so her pace doesn't feel too slow because she still brings it down, but she does armbar. Limb work for armbar, wonderful. We did have a lightly botched buckle whip, but they sort of styled it out and came it back for Velvet's comeback. Nice, interesting sequences and counters and wrestling. C, C plus maybe. Just good women's match. I just want to see. It was good. I liked, like you said, it was quite frenetic at the beginning, but not in a bad way. Um, it was yeah. There, there was a, a good level of pacing at the beginning, but it did slow down a little too much for my my personal liking. Um, I, I actually liked both women for different reasons in this. It's quite nice to watch to see your tiny tiny Russian. Umbar duplex. <laughs> um, there was a couple of little weird botches. There was the weakest power bomb I have ever seen. Maybe not ever seen, but it was pretty weak. Um, but, saying that, it was right. It was an X. I didn't hate it. It was a C for me. Uh, yeah. Breaking my pen. <laughs> uh, yeah, C for me as well. I thought it was good. It was a solid women's match. I like both competitors. It was nice to see Velvet have someone she could wrestle against again. Because she hasn't nice had to see. in a while. 
different lineup of women. <laughs> yes, and a different women's storyline, which I know we've been talked about a lot, but there are some more women's storylines that are not just about the title now. Uh, after that, we had a House of Black promo. Any thoughts? A solid. Brody was a bit reading off the teleprompter, but he'll get there a bit better. Yeah, he'll pick up. Uh, I like him. Good stuff. Didn't think he was that bad. I mean, you could tell there was a level of, I've written this down, yeah, and yeah. I'm saying it verbatim. But I actually thought, he's a big lad. Um, he's not letting Malachi do all the talking. I know he didn't say a lot. But I was like, right, okay, they're actually going to will and like let him talk. He's not Christian Cage in him. Yeah, I actually know that comment. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get something. Thin yeah. joke. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Um, uh, yes, um, Brody King does sound a little bit. He was a little bit wooden and flat. He wasn't as natural as Alistair. I think actually oh, one yeah. of your mistakes there was they didn't do the muster trick, um, as me and Strange would call it, where you let. The person who's not as good speaking, speak first, and then you end with Alistair it's Black. Big, you know? Yeah, and then both of the nobody would have remembered the more wooden parts. They'd have just remembered the words from Brody King, and the, the, I liked the wording. It's good. But yeah, it was a C. It was fine. It got them. I, um, I gave it. I gave it actually a high C, right? Yeah. And it, and the only reason was because it's. I feel like it's continuing setting Brody King up or something. Is not just there to be... And Julia joins them with her eye patch. Yeah. And then that'll be great. So I, I like the continuation. They're trying to keep this guy something bigger, you know. Um, I'm going to skip over the FTR, Brock Anderson, uh, Lee, Jordan, uh, Lee Johnson. I didn't even write that down. Yeah, it was just a recap, <laughs> literally. So then Vicky Guerrera and Nyla Rose come out and cut a promo calling out Ruby. So another story that's not about the title. Any thoughts on this? was weirdly in the middle of them announcing the title card so it felt really awkward to me because Excalibur was like and on Friday this match then they sort of came out his voice hurt my eyes and they everyone at the announcer desk sort of went oh okay and just went back to announcing the card <laughs> um blow my mind we'll see where it goes uh I think it was kind of ruined by the fact that even the fucking announcer desk sort of no-sold it. I don't know if it was the last minute, oh, we've got two minutes, get this match announced or whatever, but weirdly out of place for me. Yeah, I understand. Uh, I get that. I, For me, it was like a, a weird nostalgia kick because I've not seen her for fucking years. Oh, um, yeah. Um, so it was kind of like, so we, we met her at um, WrestleMania as well and she was fucking lovely. One of the loveliest, loveliest people. Um, so I actually really enjoyed this. It didn't actually increase my score of C, it was a thing. But oh, it, yeah. it, it existed. My, yeah. It wasn't terrible that we can give it an S, and it wasn't terrible that it deserves a B. It was a C, it was wrestling. Yeah. So, Mostly, if it's wrestling, it's going to get a C. Yeah. Um, so then we had... The hugely over and very popular and God listen to that crowd when he comes out and that's why he's on every week, Adam Cole. <laughs> Versus Orange Cassidy in the Lights Out match. Um, Not done the Brit bit. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking oh, about Brit. Sammy. Sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, no, I do apologise. I Ed have cut. Director. Okay, I, I, I have cut some. It's because I got confused there. Right. Sammy Guevara cue cards. Any thoughts? Uh, 
Left with the last week, big wholesome energy, and he's another commie champion. It's our belt. I love it's our belt champions. I get to sing the Russian national anthem every time they're on. Well, it's a well-known fact as well. The Yanks do love their Russian anthem. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this was the first time that we saw this, what what you guys Normally, were talking about last yeah. week, as it's a normal thing. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, moving on from there, we had a Brit Baker in-ring segment, and we had one of my um, speakers falling off the uh, top in the background. Which I Only the most professional and, podcast. I will go and deal with it in a second. Something just fell off. Um, yeah, so the Brit Baker segment. Uh, thoughts and scores, gentlemen. You know what? I complain all the time of, I'm sick of this person, I'm sick of that person, I'm sick of the other person. And when she came out, I thought to myself, you know what? I'm never sick of Brit. She is awesome at what she does. Uh, the award, her winning all those awards were perfect for her character, so she could do this. Um, completely ignored the crowd chants like a fucking Chad and just spoke over them. Uh, corpsed herself with her own uh, sports jokes, which made me laugh. Like, I don't get sport, the different jokes she was making. But when she made one rip that was obviously so good, she started laughing to herself. Wonderful. Felt it could have gone somewhere, like maybe somebody pops out and puts her through a table or some shit. But then again, I complained about people going through tables last week. Uh, but as a recognition piece for the woman who's basically carried the company, especially the women's division, brought it back, and is probably their most over person. I gave it a B. Fair play for recognising one of your most talented people. Legit. I also gave it a B, and me and uh, me and Morg briefly spoke about this uh, on the Rumble cast. I don't think you enjoyed it as much as me and Matt did. did you? I, I love this. I loved it. When you were saying, oh, the most over person, I genuinely thought you were about to go into, uh, into the Brit Baker thing. And then when you said I'm cold, I was like, wait, what, have I, have I got something wrong here? Like, she was fucking over. Absolutely. And it's real over as well. It's not just people going, LD, you know, DMD, whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's like people are fucking invested in what she does. It's really, really nice to see. It's, you know, her... Her sport, sports ball comments were very generic heelish. Well received. done, done <laughs> very fucking well. Really well. I loved it. B, man. I, I want to see more of her. I really do. It's getting I like a B. It more. I gave it a C because I just felt it went a bit long. And normally Britt would get a B. I said about punk. Exactly. This, this was the one later that I felt went a little bit long and got a little bit rambly at the end. And I was just a bit like, mm. you know, come out, do the awards. Brit, we love you. Normally, she'd just get a B straight away. And at the end of it, I turned to the Raptor. And I was on, I was, but it's getting a C. It was good. But I just felt it went... She deserves that much me. time more than Phil does. She's done more for the company. <laughs> we'll have that argument another time. She might have done more in the company. I will be the judge of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, moving on from there, we moved on to the other bits that I've missed out, and now we are on to Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy in the Lights Out match. Orange Cassidy wins, and more importantly, the greatest wrestler, the nicest wrestler, the most evil wrestler, 
Danhausen debuts in AEW in the same way Orange Cassidy appeared once from coming under the ring, which was doubly amusing because the Raptor put that down as one of her AEW highlights when we were chatting. What Amazing. did you guys think of the match and what score did you give it? Right, here we go. What am I going to think, boys? What am I going to think? Uh, I was opening, I was lightly annoyed with how obvious the Orange Cassidy win was going to be, but I complained about that last week, so we can skip it. Uh, my first comment is, he says boom. That's his thing. I assume that's why he's over. Uh, aggressive start with um, a lot of good moves. I don't like double punch spots. I think they look silly, but I can let it pass. It was a more silly match, let's be honest. Danhausen pulled out from the chair, obviously hilarious. Otherwise, slow outside exchange fight, solid enough. I wasn't massively into it. Um, uh, then, Orange Cassidy's hand was actually kicked by the steps, because I saw it gash open and then swell up. Uh, then they each used one weapon. At, we got, we've got to use one of each weapon. It's a little bit slowly. Oh, I can use this one now. Um, and then Cole beat Orange Cassidy for quite some time. This is where I drew the line where it says becomes good. Um, there was a necessary everybody shows up spot, uh, which actually added some pace and was quite fun. Uh, great selling from Cole to some of the Superman punches. Uh, I love the pin cut of the cup for protecting himself. Great little twist. Never seen that done before. Uh, then there was a Panama sunrise and my smile was gone. We're backstage. I love a backstage rumble. It, uh, I think it should be done more often. It's what you always did in the computer games as a kid. And Adam Cole climbed the the stanchion thing to do a Panama sunrise. I'm not sure how that would have had any damage to his attack, seeing as you jump, stop, and then flip through the air. Adding any form of height does nothing to this move. Uh, but I like the fact Orange Cassidy was gone and they comedy spotted him up at the top. Uh, there was the weakest struggle hold ever before the bump when they went there. They were like, uh, uh. Uh, boring start, great, great end sequence up to that particularly, particularly weak struggle. Despite my complaints, it was a good match, and I'll give it a C. Oh, I thought you were going to go higher then. I thought no. you were going to go higher. No, I was bored for a lot of this. Oh, really? There was a couple... For me, the pacing felt weird. I, you were, I know I hadn't picked it up, but you were 100% right. When the running started happening, that is when the pace did, did start coming up. Um, I really enjoyed this. Um, I liked silly things just like where Orange Cassidy punches the ring bell, and then that's obviously then part of the show, then, like you said, actually probably breaks his fucking hand. Because um, that didn't look great. Um, I like any match that um, manages to get some real fish hooks in in it as well, you know, because we've all been in a fight from school. Fishing's fucking hurt. That's a legit move, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Um, really liked um, the fucking Mishinoku driver through the chairs. Looked oh, quite oh, cool as well. Wicked. My favourite moves. I loved um, the pointless, um, but still made me smile, the chain uh, backstabber thing that he did. I thought that looked quite cool, even though the chain really added absolutely fuck all to the move. It looked cool. Um, I disagree with your, your weakest hug ever. They're, he's part of the best friends, so they are huggers. That is what they do. So therefore, whilst that hug looks weak to you, 
He only needs his fingertips to really give you a full-blown uh, hug, mate. Um, I gave this a, I, so I originally gave this a, um, a B, and then the pacing kicked back into my head because I was only giving it a B really for the ending. I'm yeah. giving it a low B, mainly because of the pacing in the middle. So, um, uh, my name's Morg, and welcome to my Dan Housen podcast. Um, <laughs> Kathausen, I believe. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Danhausen. Uh, so apparently, so I think putting him with the best friends will be a really good thing. We have a quick discussion about this. Um, the match itself, I gave a low B to. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, there was enough in it. I had other people on the call, so I had people I was bouncing off, so I probably didn't notice the pacing um, as much. Because of because when you're slightly more distracted, you you do miss the pacing issues because you cut out from moments. Um, but very quickly, I put him with the best friends, Danhausen, because so apparently half of the internet, half the people have gone, oh my god, it's Danhausen, and half the people have gone, who's this guy? But apparently the guys that have gone, who's this guy, are the same guys who go, oh, AEW are only signing X NXT guys. So the other yeah, guys go and do some fucking research. So yeah, fucking everywhere. Even my dumbass did. Yeah, I went and started watching the videos. It's hilarious. But yeah, I'm afraid it's a B strange. It's a low B. Twice on this show. I know. Jesus fucking. You, you might Christ. get your own back in uh, Rampage. Right. So that's the end of Dynamite, Mister Strange. What are the scores? We've got our letter maths here. Uh, we had a pretty good week. Wrestling was all solid and good. Quite a bit of story work. The promos, remarkably good throughout. So uh, it's, it's a B. It's an overall <laughs> B, despite my complaints. <laughs> I love your little notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moving on from Dynamite, it's that time. It's time for... Oh, Shit, a, a, a witty, fast name for Rampage that I prepared in advance that we've always called it. Now <laughs> asleep. Um, I found it hard to form opinions on this one, but let's fucking go. Stark, Jericho, Excalibur and Taz on commentary. We open up with Mox versus Bowens. Mox wins with the paradigm shift. Get a mid-tier rap from Max on the way in. Probably didn't want him to mention the alcoholism. Probably would have been pumped a bit too far. But there was a book-breaking reference for anybody who gets that. <laughs> Look it up or don't. Uh, hot start with Mox splatting uh, Max. Obviously, Max has to eat shit. Then he kicked the shit out of Bowens for a bit. Uh, he did a he did a weird sl- lick hand slap on his back. That was a bit strange. Didn't get that. Then he beat Shadow of Owens in the ring. Then he beat Shadow of Owens uh, out of the ring. Then he beat Shadow of Owens in the crowd for a bit. But it didn't feel like a massive shit-kicking. I didn't feel like he was just being annihilated. Owens finally gets a comeback. There's some shenanigans to keep the heels on edge. Uh, what? Mo won't know. I have a weakness for the move, the back rake. It makes me laugh. I used to do it in the kitchen. And he did a really big back for back rake, and I popped. Um... A match was solid. I thought it really picked up towards the end. I thought Mox was going to squash him at the start, and I was pleased he didn't. I think everybody got over. We got to see a claim to fame, that twisting rope DDT, which is sick. Uh, I gave it a high C, but I'm almost willing to go for a B for Mox's match first back, showing what he can do, showing he's still in shape, not squashing. 
was going to say hi, Sig. If it was um, Mox's first match back, then yeah, it would have got higher because he was against um, last week. See? Yeah. Good at wrestling. <laughs> oh my god, he, oh, he just ran the ring. Match. He just ran around the ring and shouted about. Was that the week before? No, no, welcome no, no, to no, our, no. Welcome to our AEW no, wrestling no, podcast. last week was Mox's return and he just spoke. This was his no, he return. Did, he did a fucking other one. He's been on Dark or some shit. I'm fucking Googling this. I'm stopping what I'm saying to fucking look at He is up. correct. It was on Rampage versus Ethan Page. Ethan Page. Uh, yeah, yeah, all right. I'll go back down to a high C. There we go. <laughs> I also gave it a high C. You were correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's high, C. That's, that, that's high C's all around. Um, I, I mean, C slash B, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this match. The beginning of it felt like, well, what I've exactly written here is how I wanted Mox to start last week at <laughs> his match. Um, it, he really sort of started hammering stuff in. There's obviously the guys that are attacking um, uh, other dudes whose brain... Um, Words and stuff, tiredness. Anthony Bowens. No, 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 no. His tag team partner. Oh, Max. Max Caster. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that that was really, really nice. It seemed aggressive. Um, I I kind of wasn't overly bothered about the back rakes, but that doesn't doesn't pop me, man. I just find it weird. Legit. All I kept thinking about, which says so much about me, is... Fuck me, don't, don't lick your hand. Fucking COVID. These guys bleed on each other all the pissing time. Why am I so worked up about a little bit of spit? I have no fucking idea. Um, that swinging DDT thing just looks really good. It's really, really well well pulled off. Um, and Mox did eat it very well as well, in my opinion. And fuck, can that boy jump for a um, drop kick as well when Mox is on the top, um, top rope. Look great. I I really enjoyed it, and I'm enjoying these boys. I kind of like how they're willing to get destroyed as well, and it doesn't make them look weak at any point. But too great. cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Most over people of that time period. A high seas round, unless you've got anything to add. No. No. Oh, and and Andrade tried to buy Derby. Um. <laughs> Andrade doesn't understand friendship. Uh, I think before this, because we got a very happy, adorable Derby as he went in. He had a little grin on. And Andrade had a little smile as well. I reckon they'd, uh, they'd corpsed or popped each other beforehand, and that's why it was so, like, chipper. Uh, I quite like the fact he had the bat uh, ready behind him, because got, you've got to be prepared. Apparently there are no friends in Mexico, only people you buy. Uh I actually enjoyed this. It's one of Andrade's best ones he's had so far because he's been conciser. When they let him speak a lot more, his, English, his weak English shows. And this, he was like, I want to buy you. And Darby's like, you can't buy people. Uh, I didn't rank it, but I thought it was funny. What did you boys think? Um, I enjoyed it, yeah. Um, and I know it's it's kind of a dick move, but I, I popped myself when um, Andrade kept calling him Stink, not Sting. And I'm pretty sure it was just as... That is just how he speaks. Not he's not actually calling it stink, but I pop like fuck, and I was like, I'm such a horrible person. Um, and that was uh, on the internet as a meme. Hey, stink! I was to buy your son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was enjoyable. Like it, considering what it was, 
it was actually far more enjoyable yeah. than than what it could have been. I think you're right. Them him having a them having a little chuckle or whatever, something going on between them, made that better. Yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I actually gave it a B. I actually ranked it a B. I really enjoyed it. I'll give it. I'm willing to because, give it a B. I've, we saw some personality from Derby, away, weirdly. and it was Andrade on form. Yeah. Um, fuck it up, Mike. I, I said high C, but fuck it, B. Yeah. Hey, okay. this positivity. This is what, and honestly, overall, this is one of the better rampages we've had in mm. recent times. Uh, on two and Shotty Lee versus FTR. FTR win with the spiked pile driver. Um, great giga fast start from Hare and Lee fighting against each other. Um, you could, I honestly think these guys are training each other. I think FTR are training them because I know they're really close with Arn. Because there was quite a lot of chemistry and quite a lot of risky stuff in this for young wrestlers. And they still put them over. Arn 2 and Bald together were a little clumsier, but uh, Arn 2 is younger. Um, Lee threw himself like 20 feet over the ropes and was barely caught by Bald FTR at one point. And I was like, is he Okay. Um, the match just didn't pause. It was actually kind of nice and even, with FTR having the edge, obviously, but um, there's lots of wrestling. Uh, Arn pushed over Tully in a particularly soft Um And they added a little bit of a jump to their spike pile driver, which makes it look a little bit better than every other tombstone that looks awful. Uh, I actually really like this. They got the new boys over. They got themselves over. It didn't stop moving. We had a little bit of story. It can go somewhere. I gave it a B. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed this. It was a nice... I did nice have three hours sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you started seeing things. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I gave, I gave it a high seat. I, I enjoyed this match. It, was, it had a few nice little bits of storytelling in it. Um, there, there was a little bit where... Um, oh, God. Who was it? On two, Shotty Lee. Cash. Bald. Cash. Cash. Which one's Cash? Bald, the bald one. Okay, cool. Cash Wheeler. Like, bald, 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 bald here. Um, he had done something, doesn't matter, he wasn't part, actually part of the thing, but just a tiny, tiny little bit in the bottom of the corner. You see him walk past Arn like that. Fuck you, he walks past. And I was like, yep, I love this already. <laughs> um, yeah, I put arthritic punch by Arn. What the fuck was that? That was so disappointing. Man, why didn't you just use a block? Yeah, I mean, it would have been better. Um, the, the, the issue is that if Arn had used his full strength with AEW Cannon of a legend, um, Tully would have exploded into dust. He has to beat Spears in a single yeah, fight. You, you can't have legends versus <laughs> legends because they hit so hard. If they both hit each other at the same time, but they're both so weak to any moves, so if they hit each other at the same time, they explode into dust. But if they oh, hit see, the anyone, totally that person is destroyed. That makes it so. Is it, is it kind of like an atomic bomb? You know, neutrons yeah. going off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so take it back. Legends, legends can be dropped if you get the drop on them, and they're weak. But if they hit you, yeah. Legit. Morg, what did you give it? Uh, I gave it a high C as well, I'm afraid, Strange. I enjoyed this. I thought it was it was good. Um, it was a great match. It was a great showing for the young guys. I hope we see some more of them. I'd be quite happy with this being a best of three, and I'd like to see the young guys get a surprise roll-up win over FTR, as much as I hate the surprise roll-up. Um, but I, I could happily watch these guys wrestle again, and that's kind of the important thing. I wasn't bored, and yeah, it's good. I, I was oh. impressed. One one last thing. I was really impressed by Lee. 
Oh, he's really, he's really agile. Really, really good. Um, that turning frog splash thing he did as well. I'm pretty sure that wasn't meant to be a turning frog splash, but it was the only way to recover that move. Style it out, man. Style it out. He did well. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed, really enjoyed watching him. Right, then we had our Rose Levart uh, versus Martinez promo. Uh, solid on both parts, but Rosa's much stronger on the mic and established at the moment. Martinez was good enough, but it was just basic threat. Thing. I don't know if was got anything to add on that. I can't wait for the match, is all I'm adding to that. Uh, Julia, so Julia Pliskin versus Jade Cargill. Jade wins with the Jaded. Not a lot of chemistry. Anyway, Jade won. Did. Oh. Okay. I think I gave a higher mark on a Jade match than you did. Fuck me. I'm very There's something to enjoy in this match that I missed. Just uh, a good big boot. I really that enjoy her. Aura. I really enjoy her entrance now. That brought it back to me. I like her music <laughs> and I like the lightning bolts in the ring. She looks great. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time chuckling because Taz didn't like uh, the picture of himself in the bottom corner for their mobile game because he says he looks ninety. Oh, did he? Ah, uh, yeah. I really need to get that. Taz on Twitter is great. Um, yeah. Okay, I would definitely get on it. Um, they did do the world's slowest hurricane runner, though. That was pretty piss poor. I put a low C, but I think it was added elements that brought it from a D, not the match itself, if that makes sense. Um, I just don't give a fuck about that. Um, power of positivity. So, there's, a, there's an ending for this as well, something I've come up with, a bit of fantasy booking for you, Strange. I think you'll like it. Um, okay. So yeah, Jade, I, I gave this a C. I thought it was just a match. It was good. Julia didn't seem squashed. The Raptor didn't hate it. And she hates Jade almost as much as you hate Adam Cole. Um, only almost. <laughs> nobody hates anything as much as you hate Adam Cole. My cat does not hate me as much he's as you a, hate Adam he, Cole. He's a lovely person out of kayfabe. I like watching him talk to people. He seems very nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I gave it a C. I, th- I thought it was an all right match. Um Jade didn't do anything brilliant, but she didn't botch anything horribly. Um, backbreakers. She's just there to be a monster heel to get these wins up before a valiant person. I'm not going to say babyface because Strange will cry when I finish this storyline. Um, but a valiant person to come along and dethrone her. And who better to beat the undefeated Jade Cargill than the girl from Japan who never wins a match? I want Maki Ito to return, challenge Jade, and win the TBS Championship. That is my pick. That ruins her entire gimmick. This gimmick has carried her for five years. Five years of losing matches. But you really should watch a recent match where, they, where she got forced mid-headbutt and was hanging there. I have seen the gif. I have seen it. Somebody shared it in the Wrestle Opinionated Discord. I will share some Maki Ito stuff with you after this, or just put her into YouTube. I, I think it's right. great. But yeah, that's my uh, my pitch. I keep going. Yes, go yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, then it is on to the final... Yeah, it's on to the Mark interview, isn't it? Yeah. Mark interviewed... Uh, Mark Henry interviews the dino people and private party. Anyway, their dads talked a bit. Uh, Jungle Boy and Isaiah got a little bit, and it was all right. And Dean said, rah. No, Dean said orange. orange. Then he roared afterwards. He, so uh, Raptor has a theory that he's just going to say a different fruit every week. So if he says grapes next week, then we know <laughs> that Raptor's onto something. 
Right, okay. Um, March. Goody, uh, the goodies win with uh, the Jurassic Express. After Jungle Boy kicking the shit out of uh, Private Party's finisher and some other moves. Just straight off, one of the best tag team uh, moves in uh, wrestling. Gone. Uh, then Dean beats everyone for a bit, but is taken out by shenanigans so he can be beaten through the break. Dick ends for the hot tag with Jungle Boy so he can be the Michaels to Dino Essie. Uh, actually becomes an alright, no rules clusterfuck for the last few minutes of the match. Jungle Boy counters Gin and Juice with a destroyer that actually looks pretty good because it looks good if you use momentum and don't just fucking spin through the air like you're trying to do the fucking. Uh, Tomb Raider 2 glitch to make her explode. Uh, and then I won. It was solid. I gave it a C. It was solid, entertaining wrestling. And then a gun club came out and beat the goodies up for a bit. Obviously so, as we know from last week. Yeah, fucking damn it, that heel, Christian. Yeah. yeah. I I enjoyed this match. Um, Good. I, I really enjoyed um Private party. Um, they, they needed some tightening. When they first arrived, we all went, oh, fuck, they're immense. But then we realised they just had the same match every week. And we were like, they're not immense. They're just really good at this. But since they've been away, obviously doing a bit more, they've really mixed up their show, which is really good because they're great. Um, I find it really off-putting um, when they bring their gimp torturer to the ring with them. Blade. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a great strong. tag team. He's in a great tag team. You just have to wait. Because <laughs> yeah. the other no. guy's injured, isn't it? Uh, he might be injured, but I know his heavy metal band's just broke up, so he might be dealing with things emotionally. Every time <laughs> I die, really popular heavy metal band. Death metal. Some kind of metal that I don't listen to. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> sure. um, yeah, it was nice fast-paced. I like the attack at the beginning. Um it didn't drag. I know it's Rampage, so they can't really drag that much out anyway, because, you know, they don't have the fucking time to. Um, I really liked, was it Silly String? The weird... Out Over the top back. You, do, do, yeah. Do that. Fucking cool, man. It's weird. Very strange, but looks cool as fuck. Um, I didn't um, dislike Luchasaurus as much as I have done in the last few of his matches. Um, I mean, they they worked on him quite well. You know, I, I did enjoy the stupid spot of him dragging his legs along the floor with them attached, even though it didn't quite work. It sort of worked, <laughs> but I found it entertaining. It wasn't a massive spot fest like the last couple have been, I thought. Um, I gave it a C. I don't have a huge amount. I'm looking forward to um, the, the, the family act. Um, match in all honesty. I've not watched them yet, so I'm looking forward to seeing what, what they can do. So I gave it a low B. I enjoyed Ooh. this. Um, I thought it was great fun. It was nice to see. Uh, kicking out the gin and juice at the beginning, I thought exactly the same thing, but then I put a little bit of wrestling logic. It was right at the beginning of the match, and he was still fresh. And they didn't, you know, I, I, I can allow a bit of wrestling logic like that at the beginning of a match. Because make Jungle Boy more over. Raven, he then kicked out of more moves after. Oh, yes, that. but Raven, um, there was a bit later where there was a thing he jumped, he kicked out of, and I was a bit like... After all that, um, but Raven once said, you know, the difference is, is one day you didn't hit your finisher the same way, and that's why they can kick out of it one day and they can't kick out of it another. Um, but anyway, uh, so I didn't hate that, but I did query it at the time and managed to make up some head cannon. Uh, other than that, I really enjoyed it. It was a nice change for um, Luchasaurus to take the beat down and do the cell, the babyface cell, and Jungle Boy to get the hot tag. 
something that the Raptor um, happened to comment on at the time as well. So yeah, I gave it a B. I really enjoyed it. A low B. But yeah, I enjoyed it. B. It was good fun. And it was a Billy. nice round off to a weekend of wrestling for me. Yeah. Billy Gunn <clears throat> looks fucking awesome still. They sell him like a tank in matches. Some of his matches are great. He's he's the reason that legends. Also, watch Dan Housen and the Ass Boys if you haven't seen it on YouTube. That one's so good. I really. Dan Housen and the Ass Boys. The Ass Boys are fucking hilarious. I I saw like ten seconds. Billy is just corpsing throughout the entire thing. As I say, welcome to my Dan Housen podcast. (laughs) We've uh, we've rounded off the show. That's all of Rampage. Here's our notes. There we are. As we can see, we've got a bank of C's, a B. Some of the C's are good, some of the bad. So we're going to give it a, a high C with a happy derby. <laughs> Overall, we're going to round that out with our ramp, with our dynamite review, which was a, a B. So we've got a high thing. I'm willing to round the entire thing up to a B. We're, the matches were largely good. We've got some good story work, and we got to see happy derby. Look, it's a B in AEW wrestling. <laughs> So put right. that on the fridge for them. Now is the time where I quickly look and see if there's anybody in Twitter. No, there isn't. Uh, Twitch, sorry, I should say. There isn't. So this would be the time we'd have questions. We haven't had any questions in. Please, please send us some questions. Send us some things to be angry about. Send us some things to book. More on that in a moment. WrestleOpinionated at gmail.com. WrestleOP on Facebook and WrestleOP1 on Twitter. Right. Time to go back to one of those type of segments we and Strange used to do. We're going to do some fantasy booking, gents. So this ban you from turning the lights out. <laughs> so this week, uh, yeah, there will be no turning the lights out. <laughs> the Raptor said that. Um, so um, I was watching the build-up to the Royal Rumble, and there was all the speculation about the Forbidden Door being opened. And I thought to myself, well, what if WWE, and it's never going to happen, but what if they did open their Forbidden Door to AEW, and they did an invasion angle, and they did it properly... And it gets to the end and it's a draw and the last match is the match that decides which one of them going to win. When wham, in comes Okada and Kota Ibushi and we then have New Japan invade the last bit so you haven't got a winner between Dubsy and AEW. And you set up for a new pay-per-view and how much Dubsy love calling their pay-per-view after match types. They have a pay-per-view called Triple Threat. And in Triple Threat, it will be, every match will be a Triple Threat match. And it will be a member of the WWE roster, a member of the T- uh, of the AEW roster, because I nearly did it with Impact, and a member of the NJPW roster, or stardom for the women's, as Strange pointed out. There are no women. Because there are no women in NJPW, so it's the Japanese um, invasion. Vince isn't allowed to book it because it's the Japanese invasion, so Tony gets to book it <laughs> on safety grounds. So... This is where I have to grab my phone because that's where I've got the original note. So this is what we have. We have to book the matches. They must be logical. They must be able to happen. So we cannot have dead wrestlers, people that are no longer with the company. They must be people who are currently on the roster. We We may choose who they are, but we must have a relevant main title champion, top carder, for each of the brands. So we need to decide who the heavyweight, the top card the main event match. The mid-card title, equivalent of, who holds that? The tag team, the women's title, we may have one legend match and one random grudge match. Fucking ready. So I think we start off with the grudge match because it's the one at the bottom of my list and we work our way up to the main event. 
Is anybody ready, or should I just win this first? Uh, well, yeah, you, so who do you think should be the... Um, who is, yeah, who's your grudge match between... My grudge match is you can either pick your WWE guys, you can let me know which one would be the better choice here, Finn Balor or AJ Styles. This is Kenny Omega. This is Jay White for who is the true leader of Bullet Club. Oh. Each of them has ran Bullet Club. Uh, Finn Balor is technically the original starter of Bullet Club leader, but AJ is thought of as you know the iconic leader period. And he obviously overthrows them and starts his era. And when he left and abandoned everything, you got the rise of Switchblade Jay White. There's a tying together of the heel generations whilst, uh, I don't know if AJ or Baylor are currently heel, but it's doable. Um, it is a heel-off grudge match over who is the true, too sweet, Bullet Club best merch-selling uh, faction. If it was, If it was my... My opinion, I would definitely go AJ for that. Um, yeah, mainly right, because right, I want to use I want to use Finn later on. <laughs> All right, okay, oh, okay. Weird. I want to use AJ, uh, now. I want to use AJ later on. Oh, <laughs> and I would have Finn because Finn is the original leader, and he's yeah. the original leader of the Bullet Club, which is that's why. Um, to be fair, Stray, you said you were going to win this. Yeah, uh, that was my the only one I had. I didn't know which. Bullet Club member from New Japan to put in. Jay White currently. Jay White is the current leader. Jay White is phenomenal. Kenny versus Jay White versus either Finn Balor or AJ Styles. Right. Well, I'll leave it open so you two can argue over the later one so I know I've won the grudge match. I look at it purely purely in the story sense that no matter who wins this triple threat match, original Finn Balor can always say, yeah, yeah, you are all just the secondaries. Yeah. So, uh, there's a... There's yeah, so a, there's a future, 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 yeah. booking, future booking, yeah, all right, I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, so we'll have AJ Styles. Oh, and I then... did have two other options, just so you know, in case you weren't sold with that. We've got Chucky T versus El Generico, uh, pretty much have anyone from NJPW, and Chucky T versus Tyler Black. Uh, you all know him as Seth something or other? Mr. Rollins. Mr. Seth Rollins. <laughs> Chuck had an entire chant about him, which was, uh, go on, Chuck, you're far more sexier than Tyler Black, or something like that. Right. Um, so now we have the what I have called the Legends match. And this one, I think, is a little bit more difficult. Now, I'm going to state we can't have the Dream match because Taker has officially retired. So we can't have Taker Sting with somebody to Oh, Taker! I couldn't think of any legends in to be who are still active. <laughs> the, I say Kane, because Kane hasn't officially retired as far as I'm aware, has he? He said he's not likely to do anything because of his current role, but I reckon he's still available for viewing. See, I would have loved to see him versus Sting, purely because it's the... Is that the problem of destruction? Oh, no, no, that's other Undertaker. <laughs> that's the way I look at it. I would have loved to see them two fight. I don't know I've, anyone in New Japan, so uh, I can't uh, I've got two down. I've got Minoru Suzuki versus Sting, which could fit into that Kane one there. He is a little bit young compared to uh, other legends, but he's on that correct age thing for NJPW. But I've also got down uh, Satoshi of Bread Club. He had a match against Mox. Loves bread, lovely man, big and buff. 
uh, Billy Gurn, because Paul pointed out to me five, five minutes ago that he's a legend. Uh, and once again, I'm, I'm struggling on the WWE side. You boys will have to help me. Apparently, I can lean towards Mo by bringing in my Suzuki. So, who's New Japan's um, darkest spooky character? Have they got uh, a kind of a, an under? Not an old one. Alistair Black. Not a legend. So I think you go. I think you go with Suzuki. He's a murderer. Um, oh! Oh no! Liger's retired. You can't even have Shin Liger. Um, Alright, boys. <laughs> yeah, this is a hard one actually. I mean, Mick Foley's retired, so you can't have Mick Foley Suzuki versus. I don't know who would be the hardcore legend from A-Dubs. Anybody fights Ooh, Satoshi is, and Gunn in a light this, comedy this match? Is, this is the hardest. I shouldn't have come up with this one more. This <laughs> one's really hard to come up with the, the three legends. I think we just go Triple H versus Sting versus Suzuki just because it's three top legends. There's no storyline behind it. Trips a legend, I suppose he is old. Yeah, he? he is now. Part He's definitely a fucking legend, oh, yeah. I've got Suzuki in. Plus, I want Sting to make Triple H eat shit after the WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah. Right. Let's go on to an easier one then, shall we? Okay, we're starting with our next one, which is our women's title match. Uh, you guys got any suggestions before I win again? I've got to try and win. Uh, Jimmy Hater, representing Oyedotai, steps forward, uh, trained in stardom, steps forward from AEW. Eo, who founded Queen's Quest, the, uh, heel, the head heel faction of stardom, who trained most of the piece, uh, people in stardom, steps forward for WWE. Her last defeat was against Mayu, one of the most over and current champions in stardom, who represents the faction Stars Army, who are the faces for it. Who is your AEW of- you want? Hater for Oedotai. Oh, so haters, you're... De- right, so, um, the only problem is, I don't see Io Shirai as the champion in Dubsy, and this is the money match. I'm sorry, you've got Charlotte, Becky. It's going to be Charlotte or Becky is your women's type, women's champion. Best female wrestlers out there, or Bailey or Sasha. It's four horses. Good luck leading that match if you can't speak Japanese. <laughs> That's why you don't win, because <laughs> you haven't taken into account the Z issue. Uh, it's Becky versus Britt, because she's the best. And I don't know who you bring in from stardom for that, who can talk. And I'd almost be tempted to go with Rio. Julia. If you're doing those two, you bring Julia in. Yeah. She'll mog, she'll mog both of them. Would you not? I would be intrigued to see Rhea Ripley involved. I know she's not one of the big... If the we're big going for my personal taste over oh, there, yeah. I'm going to take the punk girl, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would just... I think she... Because she's, she's a fucking unit as well. And I think going into... With all of the um, better constructed uh, side of things with, with stardom and that, I think she could actually do quite fucking good in that match and be a bit of a monster in it as well. Look quite good. I could see Rhea as a champion, and I could see... Uh... Same, mine's got the best story. <laughs> it's got the Japanese story. It's not telling the story we're trying to tell. 
We're not just telling the story of WWE. We're telling um, how these people I, all came together. It's bullshit. Take that back. <laughs> um, I've been paid off with Saudi money to make sure they win everything. <laughs> You'll never get real angry. You should have seen my face when uh, Morg said the Shield was a better faction than Los Ignorables. <laughs> I lost my shit. Um, oh, we should have had a faction war, shouldn't we? Um, yeah. Um, I don't see who I'd want to face. I'm not having Charlotte Flair, so she's out. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't want Charlotte <laughs> either. <laughs> um, see, Rhea I like, and I thought, that, see, if I was going to go Rhea, I'd go Rhea Statlander. And has Stardom got a powerhouse, athletic powerhouse, female wrestler who can stand up with those? Oh, they've got a bunch of Decent size, lightly powered people. This, this is supposed to be the Girls in Stardom start training at eight. <laughs> Fair. Right, tag team. You know what? Fuck you if we're doing this. Oh, no, we can't, we can't not bring it up. I'm bringing in Tam and the Cosmic Angels because everybody wants to see a bunch of six-foot, double-jeeted Japanese <laughs> jokes. It, it, that's literally what Tam does. Tam is a busty Japanese girl who has built a faction of busty Japanese girls called Cosmic Angels... Or what was it? Something cosmic H, and the H is literally them abbreviating hentai because people follow them because they've got big boobs. But also they can all wrestle because they're in stardom. <laughs> oh, they'll definitely. Want to the bring show. money to this show? They'll definitely be money. on the show. Vince would be making sure of that, right? Uh, tag team. Right, um, Mo. Mo pick WWE. I'll pick AEW. Strange pick New Japan. Who should be the champions for the match? For, for the match? Dangerous Techers. Who? Uh, Dangerous Techers. The best tag team in wrestling. Zack Sabre Jr. and Lord Taishi. They are great in the ring. You've got a big muscular guy. You can do all your power bombs, your drops, your big slam stuff. Angry, screeching, lefty, vegan noodle Zack Sabre Jr. who wraps people up in himself. And they have this weird bromance in the ring. People love them. They don't speak the same language. One only eats meat. One's a vegan. They drink beer together all the time. Last time I saw them was, I think, at the G1 in a tag match. And one guy's on the turnbuckle. Zach runs up, grabs him, looks over, and he's like, Toshi, come on to do a big stupid slam. And Toshi's like, oh, <laughs> it'll hurt. And he's like, Toshi, get your ass over here. It's a Tokyo Dome. He has to run over it. They are comedy, great technicians. Uh, the bromance is beloved. You can see, like, Toshi will bounce his pecs, and Zach will be like, ooh, <laughs> as he does it and stuff. It's... And they're heels. They're real shit-eating assholes, but with this comedy, wholesome romance with great wrestling. Watch some Dangerous Techers. They're great. Uh, I will have to get involved in that. The show oh. fucking hilarious. Who are you picking for me? Me? I, I'm going to have to go fucking New Day, and this is Xavier and Kofi New Day as well, not, not Big E. Fucking entertaining. If... If you wanted them here, like, fucking years ago they were banging, but why would you fucking bother? Why would you bother? You know, face-ish um, New Day are the fucking best for they, they can put the little little cheaty bits in, but not overly cheaty. The crowd are fucking involved in everything they do. They can 
bounce like motherfuckers and can take some proper hits and come back with that babyface energy at the same time. They're fucking great. They're fucking entertaining. They do most things in the ring. Not everything, but most things in the ring. Uh, this is the easiest one for me. And especially after the two teams you guys have picked. Uh, we need a team that's great in the ring, a team that can do comedy, a team that can be basically shitty tweeners because all three teams are just going to be shitty tweeners in this match because it's going to be the high spot fest. And let's, let's say it all together. It's really easy to pick from A-dubs. It's going to be the Young Bucks. And I think Young Bucks versus New Day versus, what are they called again? Dangerous Techers. Dangerous they've Techers. They've got big Techers. Um, yeah, they are. That, that sounds like an absolute cracking match. Right. Mid-card. Mid-card title. So this is either the Intercontinental, the TNT, or the New Japan one? Uh, not the IWGP. Yeah. But it's it's the mid-card group, uh, the secondary title. Um, so it's got to be a I relevant get, champion. I get a consensus in here. Uh, are we doing a beefy boys slapping meat mid-card champion or a flippy shitters? Uh, I'm going for. I think I've got a workhorse for mine. All right, okay. Because I've, I've got. So I've got someone who can do both for A dubs. I've got two options for my starting ones. I've got Phoenix versus Will Ospreay. Um, because that is flippy as shit, and Will Ospreay's taking the Japanese steroids, so he can all. Of I know who we've got for Dubsy for that one. And I, for my big boy slapping meat, we've got. My favourite uh, dragon, Shingo Tagaki, who is phenomenal. And if you haven't seen his match with Jeff Cobb, you should watch it. And Miro, because I love Miro, and he's massive. And that'll be two boys slapping some serious beef in that ring. Those are my two my two openers. I don't have a WWE guy, obviously, because I... You do. You have one for your flippy shitters. Seen Ricochet versus Osprey, and they overdid it. They overdid it. But they went Ricochet too versus Osprey, but he's your option. Yeah. He's your guy for that. And Maybe. for the other one, good old Claudio Cesaro. Yes. Fucking that, that boy's. Oh, Antonio. I saw a man with him. He spins people round. He's great. Claudio Castagnari. I'm willing to go for beef if we're having spinny man. Uh. Yeah, considering he can do it with a great Carly. Yeah. Right. It's a beef off. We're going with beef. Beef yeah. off. Beef off. It's a beef. It's Shingo, Miro, and Cesaro. We That's a lot had, of O's. We, we have just had flippy shit um, tag team match. So then, the main event. I start. Who's your dub Z, who's your dub Z champion? I, I know this is probably pissed people off. Fucking Brock Lesnar. Come on. You want to fucking sell tickets? Have... Real fighty man in that fucking ring for a main event against other fucking companies. Well, I've got two people who can fight real fighty man. Um, yeah. Uh, I've, I've got, got no one. <laughs> I've got two options because when I first wrote this list out, I ran, wrote champion at the top like it's a different match and not the main title, which would decide that champion. So I've got two. We've either got a great story where we bring forth the fact that Anahashi once told the elite to give them Hangman and he would get the poison out of them and make them better again. So we could have Hangman and Tanahashi bigger facing off as, you know, Tanahashi finally sees the good in Hangman and he becomes, um, what do you become? 
I don't know, somebody from WWE, Drew McIntyre or someone, I don't know. Or, if we're going for fucking kicking the shit out of people, Mo, Brian Danielson and Kota Ibushi, we let them kick the fucking shit out of each other. Um, I wouldn't go Kota. I'd go uh, Brock. I would go Okada. Just because I think Okada's got... Even though Kota is more my favourite, I think Okada's got the kayfabe out of NJPW recognition. As much as I would prefer to see Ibushi, I just think Okada's the bigger name for Brock and Danielson, as I would have put Danielson in for the the AEW pick. I could be wrong. I'm going to disagree with you because uh, Ibushi and NJ... If you've got NJPW followers, they'll they like Fair. both of them kind of evenly, and a lot of people are a little bit sick of Okada. Over here, most people know Ibushi uh, through his storyline with Kenny, and they know um, Okada from his uh, matches, matches with, with Kenny. With Kenny. <laughs> yeah, so I think a lot more people will be drawn in from the side of the story of Ibushi, and plus people have seen him like fireworks, fire fireworks into his chest on a car in the middle of a London street. Look up Kota Ibushi gifts, Mo. Uh, this man, uh, he's in a cobbled street. I think he's fighting Derby. He gets some fireworks. He fires them into his chest, and he moonsaults off onto Derby. I have seen this man fire a rifle, have rifle, like air pellet rifles fired at him in matches and stuff. DDT is crazy. So, we're going for the meat fair. Uh, we're going for kicking the shit out of each other. I won you over to Ibushi, people? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We can go with Ibushi. We're sticking with, with Bork. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Fork. Just as an add-on, I would also love to see Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, I really want to get Shinsuke to here somewhere, but I was trying not to over-Japan here. I wasn't going to be like, aha, Shinsuke versus Naito. <laughs> I, I want to see that stuff. Well, Because we I think it would work out really fucking well. When he goes back to NJPW in a year or two, you'll see him. They're paying him too much money to not do much. Right. That's it. That's the show. Hooray! Oh, who wins up? Who's our giga champion in this thing before we leave? Who's uh, oh, it ends up being a draw. I think it, it ends up being a draw. I was going to give it to B, Dan. Yeah, but I know it ends up being a, a draw overall. Right. Uh, I'd like to thank Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. Thank you for anyone who joined us on Twitch. Uh, if you want to find us, we are Wrestle Opinionated on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and Twitch. Over to Mo. Thanks very much for having me. My my, my moment really this week is uh, Matt actually not getting super angry about Adam Cole. It's very strange. Yeah. Have a good one. Love you. Become apathy. Uh, yeah, please like, share, subscribe, click the little bell buttons. I don't know what you do on Twitch, but do that. Write a nice comment. That'd be nice. Write a mean comment. I'll write a mean comment back to you. It's all engagement. It pushes up the numbers. We don't care. But thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to us talk about this. One day we'll get more get of the Shadow Realm. And we look forward to having you watch and listen along with us in future. Back to you, Morg.